0: On the box, stomp your feet, talk, clap, and got a real good feeling something bad about to happen. Helmets and Heels brought to you by Underwood Jewelers on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Here's Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumleaf. Welcome to Helmets and Heels, everybody. Sometimes it seems like the week has flown by, and other times it seems like it dragged on. How was last week for y'all, in between last show and this show?
1: I think it was fast.
0: Fast? Okay. So
2: fast. I I, (laughs) I can't even... I blinked, and it's Tuesday. (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's Tuesday
1: again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's Tuesday. I had a long week last week, but the weekend went by so fast that, yeah, all of a sudden it was like... The weekend always goes by fast. Very true. I went camping...
3: Nice. I, oh, no you went and slept on the beach
0: no i went and slept in a tent across the street from the beach i spent my right. saturday on the beach all right but i slept in a tent underneath trees, okay. Okay. Tent underneath trees did you have air conditioning nights? in the tent no of course Why not. not how did that go <laughs> it was perfect it's really not that hot at night and oh it's just so great no i was i was sharing a tent with my one of my kind of like my aunt my mom's best friend okay, okay. so it was my parents in one tent and then my mom's best friend, Susan, and I in one tent. And then my cousin, Caitlin, and her husband, Lonnie, in one tent. And then my aunt, Caitlin's mom, in another tent for Friday night. And then she went to a different beach on Saturday. But, yeah, we went to the beach all day Saturday. You know, we had hot dogs and hamburgers. And then on Saturday, my dad actually made pulled pork in the crock pot, like, all Yum. day. Yes. Delicious.
3: Cold swap. It's a family salad. event.
0: We just decided to do it all of a sudden. It just came up as, like, a Caitlin and Lonnie just got married in March. And so... My family and Susan gave them a tent and some camping supplies. So we just decided, yeah, let's go camping. So we went. It really was so much fun. I was like, we should do a Helmets and Heels camping trip. And then I remembered Blythe saying she would not go camping.
2: I would go camping if air conditioning and showers are involved. (laughs) Well, there were
0: (laughs) showers. I, and there were fans. I don't know if fans count, but no, honestly, Friday night, my count. mom said she almost got chilly. Like, she needed the yeah. sleeping bag the next night. So so
1: we can't go
0: in the middle of July. <laughs> True. Yeah, no summers. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe and,
1: winter.
2: I can and do fall winter. is turned oh, off limits because cool. we're busy.
0: Right. Maybe and then fire. there's winter. So maybe springtime. next So maybe sure. never.
2: <laughs> yeah. So then maybe never. Maybe let's look for a cabin. <laughs> yeah, but we I can sleep in my car. I, that's not the first or the last time I'll do that.
0: I have slept in my car once. Actually, I was supposed to be camping in a tent, and it was like 20 degrees in Tennessee. I took a backpacking class in college. That was my first mistake. A and class? So, yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Didn't you have crazy oh, clothes at Florida Gators? <laughs> you just. Uh, hey, oh, you didn't take any electives in Tallahassee. I wouldn't no be saying elective. anything about the
3: circus school. <laughs>
0: no.
1: But you can actually use the circus if you want to be a clown. I used backpacking. Hello. Did yeah. you not just see that? Okay, I fine. What did? You, what did you learn in your backpacking
0: class? I learned how to set up a tent all by myself. Although That's this past cool. weekend, I took no part in setting up the tents. I didn't need to. There was too many hands on deck. But anyway, all right. Let's get to Cardale Jones, <laughs> the, uh, the guy that really lit a fire under me last week. And I'm glad you guys talked about it at first on Frank's show because I wanted people to hear about it before we lit into him, or at least before I lit into him. All right, his first tweet. Cardell Jones, in case people don't know, Ohio State quarterback. He was kind of the third one on the depth chart but ended up leading Ohio State to the national championship over Oregon (laughs) uh, because, of course, Oregon beat Florida State. Um, Just had to put that in there. No problem. All right. His first tweet, chicks kill me, so-called having a favor, I think he means favorite, sports team, 98.99% of females like teams because of their colors. Do I really even need to continue past that? Yes. 98.99% of females pick their teams off of colors, please.
3: Can I give him props for at least spelling their correctly?
0: I guess, but he didn't oh. spell favorite oh, correctly. Right. Oh, I noticed right. one, one thing. All right. Then he goes on to say, "Don't get me wrong. Nothing like a female who knows her sports." Hey, he's making up a little ground there. Then he says, "I hope the yellow and blue team win because my sister, baby, father, uncle, cousin wore yellow and blue to prom. Face ass. I hope I can say that. What does that even mean? I don't know.
3: Uh, he he means chance. later. Yeah, he he means ass face.
0: Then he <laughs> pretends. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, let's just say that. Yeah. Then he pretends that it wasn't him and and tweets that you know he was hacked."
3: I need to change my Twitter password. Angry face. Er.
0: I can't even begin to tell you how much that upset me. Yes, there's the one tweet that yeah, the, some of the girls, you know, who know sports, but really the 90 almost 99% Does he do you all, do y'all really think he feels this way? We're going to pretend that he was not hacked because I don't believe he was hacked. In he league. was not he, hacked. Right. Exactly. So, do you do you think he really believes that?
1: Okay, this is coming from the player who tweeted last year during the season. Do we really have to go to class? I just want to <laughs> play football. Classes are a waste of time. Right. Um, I, this doesn't ruffle my feathers because I don't, like, this is just dumb. Like, he's just talking to talk, and then he's trying to cover it up. It's just it's just dumb. Even if he really feels this way, I'm not offended by it because I know it's false. So I think that's why it doesn't bother me. Okay.
2: It didn't bother me. I think any time you, you take to a social network and you try to joke around a little bit like that, like you would with your buddies, it, it's always going to be a little bit dangerous because people will always take those comments to heart. But for me, it didn't bother me. But it was like, oh boy, this is gonna ruffle some feathers. Let me get an article up really quick on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just saw as an opportunist. <laughs> Nicely done. You took full advantage. He's just not a very smart man because <laughs> he doesn't
0: go to class. Whoa. Clearly,
3: you know, it's this to me looks like he ran into a couple girls that he heard overheard a conversation, and he's going to assume all of us ladies. Are like this, so he is just. Um, I'm going to say a moron.
0: Oh, that's a nice way to put it.
3: Moron.
0: Well, in my anti Buckeye stance, I guess I could say that maybe there are lots of girls in Ohio who don't know sports very well. Oh, but he does do the same thing he does. <laughs> no, that's why. That's why I'm joking. No, but seriously, I've I've been in Ohio and I spent a lot of time there. There's a ton of fans all around the world, especially in this country, who are. Females who are obsessed with sports, and I hate the argument that women don't know it as well. There are so many people that want to sit there and say, just because they know trivia, let's say, about sports, that they know sports more. I disagree with that. I think there are a ton of women, especially, who have watched sports for so many years, who have learned a lot, and maybe they don't necessarily phrase it the same way that a coach would, but they know a lot about the game and about the personalities and about how it should be done. So I guess I got upset just because of the fact that I have spent my whole life around sports, and I've played so many different sports, and I just cannot stand the fact that you can stereotype and lump all females into that category. I've never picked a sports team to cheer for based off of their colors.
2: thats uh, It's actually funny because whenever I retweeted that original statement, there was a guy who responded to me, and he said, that's actually why I chose to like the Jaguars in the first <laughs> place is because of their colors. Uh, So it plays both sides. And I think as a, as a sure. male or a female, just a sports fan in general, you're always going to have to prove your worth. People are always going to want to test your knowledge and see if they know something more than, or see if they know more information than you. So I think it's sort of changed in the last, you know, maybe five years it's been a very short time that people have sort of changed their perception on on female sports fans but obviously mr cardell jones hasn't been
0: uh, that <laughs> privy to that information
2: clearly not
0: all right so Blythe, over the weekend we had a triple crown winner did you feel like you partook in a part of history
2: i did um i, I th- with with me in particular uh, horse racing has been in my family for for generations um and sort of the patriarch of our family My grandfather, he called going to the track and and betting on horses his his job. He would leave at 7 in the morning and go to the track and bet on horses all day and then come home, and he'd always have his his race book in his hand and his Nectar of the Gods drink in the other hand, and that was his work. And so he sort of instilled that love of horse racing on all of us. My parents have a huge derby party every single year. Lauren, you were there this year to sort of see the madness of it. Um, But whenever he passed away last summer – I sort of felt like we were going to see a Triple Crown winner because he was actually really angry about California Chrome's owner last year because California Chrome's owner had a chance to, to win at the Triple Crown. And I think towards the end of it, he, he went on this rant and said, you know, horses because horses don't have to race in the Derby and the Preakness in order to race at the Belmont. So they can sort of just show up with fresh legs. And that's partially the reason why earning the triple crown is so hard exactly um so he went on this long rant my grandfather's pissed he's like no this is the way it's always been you can't have this guy coming in trying to change things so i said you know i think i think we're gonna see a triple crown winner this year and my uncle actually sent me a picture of the two of us on race day and he's like oh i just found this picture of you guys and i was like that's it He's winning the Triple Crown. Wow. And so did you put any money
0: down on it? That's it's, what I need I to did know. Not, my, okay. my
2: family did, but I did not. Um, I you won enough at the dirty race. party. And I was at a, an, an engagement party, actually, and I was watching the race live, and so were a bunch of other people, and as soon as American Pharaoh won, I just start crying. Aww. And nobody, everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> They're like, this is <laughs> a beautiful really engagement really... <laughs> party black." <laughs> I can't really explain <laughs> the gratitude <laughs> of this situation right now to you guys who I just met. But right. yes, here I am crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was a great, I mean, it was a great win. Um He's still not going to, he's not the, the best horse of all time, Secretary, that, that still belongs to that horse. Um But it, it was very significant to see how many lengths he beat his competition. It, it was just a, a mile and a way better than every other
0: horse in the field. And while camping, we didn't have a television, so we listened to it. Oh. And it was, yeah, it was almost like cooler at the time yeah i mean i had goosebumps the entire race and we were all you know we didn't speak and we were all just looking at each other and a few of us started crying at the end like I don't know that we'll ever again see this in our lifetime. I have goosebumps now thinking about it. So yeah, that's really
2: it was what awesome. started sports radio. Like in a heyday, was horse racing and boxing. That that's really what got
0: sports radio started. So that's awesome that you got to listen to it on radio. Yes, it was it was really cool. Thank goodness, by the way, for uh, for it being on radio because I, we were, probably would have had to like drive to Fernandina to, oh, wow. to find it. But, I think
1: we had it. Did you listen to us?
0: Um, I'm sure we did. Absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely did. Absolutely. Because <laughs> we had it. <laughs> yes, of course. I listened to us. I wasn't the one who turned it on, so that's okay. why I don't remember. <laughs> that's okay. That's um, all, right. <laughs> all right, coming up, we are going to talk about a very controversial topic in Hope Solo and the domestic abuse, allegedly, that happened last year. We have a lot of questions to raise on this one, and so we're going to get to that coming right up. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on Tencent Xenony, 2.5 FM.
3: I put on
1: your high
0: Put your wig head on your head. Put on your high heel sneakers. Slap that wig right on your head. Girls just want to talk football. More helmets and heels. Now on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I thought this was a High heel sneakers. I was gonna say welcome back to Elvis and heels. I mean (laughs) my heels. Yeah, but absolutely. Donna loves Elvis. Did you know that? I did know that. Does anyone not know that at this point? Probably. I love everything
3: old or already that has left this earth. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Except
0: your husband and son.
3: Yes. Well, my husband's older than me.
0: Yeah, but he's not old. No.
3: But like Robert Redford. Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, Uh Tom Hanks, uh, old, or Elvis that have left the earth. You're just an old soul. (laughs) One day you will
1: be old. I will be. Hey, in this room, I am old. Older than us, not
0: old, and not by much. (laughs) Not by much. Not by much. You've just done a lot in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. AKA had a kid. All right. Speaking of kids, I guess he's not really a kid, but allegedly, Hope Solo beat up her half-sister and her half-sister's son. According to what they say, she kind of showed up drunk. My favorite part of the story is she goes inside the house, and her sister, her half-sister, uh, Teresa Obert, I believe her name is, um, has a few glasses of wine with hope. To me, stop right there. Like, if someone's drunk and you think they might be belligerent, probably don't drink, but whatever, you know. Maybe can I they make think you go calmer down?
3: Can I make you go even further ahead? Absolutely. Prior to what happened? Sure. This is what caught my attention. Okay. Okay. Right off the bat, her sister, her half sister, and her son, and half sister son. Okay. So we're gonna go with her sister and her nephew to make it easier. Sure. Sister and her nephew went out to dinner with some friends earlier that night, mm-hmm. and then went to a park. Right. And then came back around ten o'clock. My question is, what park are they at? <laughs> well, I think nighttime. it was
0: summertime, so at least.
3: 10 o'clock at night, you're returning from a park.
0: Yeah, it's late.
3: Already, I'm fished out. Yeah, right I, like,
0: I, uh... I, I caught the time, too. All right, so sh- Hope Solo shows up in her car with a bottle of wine in the yeah. cup holder. So that's obviously not a great idea How either. does a bottle
1: of wine fit in your cup holder?
0: Um some people have those adjustable cup holders, so maybe No, oh, my
3: car's not fancy enough. My car doesn't theory. either. Well but you know, her I've necklace costs a ton, so her necklace? Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. That comes later. So to make a very long story short, according to this outside lines report, Hope Solo shows up, she starts hurling insults at her nephew, who the way if you read into the story, it kinda sounds like she thinks he might be a little bit, and I'm looking for the right word here, but a little bit um, not at, let me go a different way. She probably thinks that he's extremely unathletic and that bothers her because here is probably one of the most athletic women on the face of the planet. She also thinks her sister babies him and that bothers her. And I get that if at all, some of the stories that are about her upbringing, if let's say she was raised in a a difficult situation, then she, you know, being babied or seeing anyone babied, she's probably going to have a huge issue with. So she gets there, according to what the half-sister and the nephew say. She was, you know, very aggressive with him after a while. Like I said, throwing just all sorts of mean words at him. He's saying mean things back to her. Then he actually runs at her with a stick, hits her over the head, and then she kind of, like, throws his head into the concrete, and then the cops show up. And then now there's all different sides of the story being told. And then, as it turns out, the sister ends up not prosecuting Hope, she decides to let it go. So, the way I read through all of that was you have two completely different sides of the story, obviously. One person was drunk, and I guarantee she was belligerent, and she was saying some really nasty things to the police officers, too. So, she is by far not innocent. Then you've got the sister and the nephew who don't seem entirely that innocent either, but it does feel a little bit more like they were attacked, but they weren't very truthful, and then they didn't follow up on the story from everything I gathered from it. So, The question that we are wanting to get to is, should she have been punished right away by U.S. soccer just based off of the incident, regardless of the fact that she didn't get prosecuted in court?
2: I'm going to go no. I, I, I think we're starting to enter this realm where the public is demanding that sports league play these moral compass rules on the entire society and punish their athletes based off what the public outcry is. I I think that that, that's getting to very dangerous ground. I think there is a legal system in place. We should let the legal system play out. Yes, it's an honor to play for U.S. soccer. Yes, it's an honor to play and represent your country in the World Cup. But when you have a sticky situation like this, like, yes, she has repeated problems in, in, in her personal life, but I just think that... We have to let the legal system play out in this instance and if this but this if this was any other league, I do think that she would be treated differently. If this was the NFL, if this was Major League Baseball, I, I don't think that she would be playing in the World Cup right now. So you think it's a little bit different based off the fact that she's a female or the sport? Both. Okay. I think it's a less profile sport than than football or baseball or even basketball. Um, and I think it has a little bit to do with the the common public's opinion that you a woman cannot. Assault a man, especially a man of his size, of what they're they're saying, like he's 250, six nine, like yeah, he's a big guy. But in the same regard, hitting is hitting, and you, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. You shouldn't hit someone. But at the same time, like you have to let the legal system play out. Otherwise, we're going to have a trial by the American public for every single incident like this moving forward.
0: Right, and my thought process was there really wasn't enough to in really evidence to kind of put either side. As the truly wrong party, it, it kind of seems like, you know, there's a little bit of a gray area. And so you do have to let the legal system work it out. The interesting part is that, so the sister doesn't show up. So the court's going to let it go. Well, then now they've filed a, an appeal through the city administration. And it's the first time in seven years that they actually agreed to let this appeal go through. So there will be a, a trial at some point or prosecutors at least will have hearings. And so, It's not like it's over. But then, Amanda, here's a question. If you're, let's say, U.S. soccer or the coach, is this a huge distraction?
1: It's definitely a distraction. Um, But if she didn't break any team rules, then the team or the league can't really do anything unless – Let's say I did read something in the report about how she was supposed to catch a flight either that night or the next morning and Mm -hmm. then she missed it. So let's say the team rules were if you don't fly with the team, then you can't play whatever. Then I get that. Um, But I don't think that she should be punished unless she is prosecuted in the legal court system. However, it is a distraction and there's going to be lots of negative attention on the women's team now. But I was reading something about how her fans are just sticking by her anyway, which that's like a fan of a football player, mm-hmm. a wrestler, anyone. Um, but it is interesting to see that the stigma of women against men like, well, she was probably just defending herself,
0: you know, and we uh, we weren't there. So we don't really know. And the sister has also said that she wouldn't have done anything or said anything except then Hope went on Good Morning America and kind of told a bunch of lies, is what the sister said. Right. Which, if I'm the mom, that would certainly make me really frustrated, too, because you think, all right, we're family, let's let bygones be bygones and move on. And then now you're going to come out and you're going to say some pretty negative things about my son. And so she feels like she has to defend her son.
3: I read this as a mom point of view. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it because it had to deal with a mom and her
0: son. Sure.
3: I have so many questions and doubts about this sister. I'm sorry. I don't believe I, I
0: starting with being at the park at 10 o'clock.
3: Seriously, what <laughs> part were you at? And I, I, Amanda, I didn't even tell you the weirdest part that I read. But look, they started to fight and she didn't separate it. She told her son, no, she's done. Tell your son to get the hell out of the house or do something. Somebody needs to separate them two, And she wasn't. She's like, no, she's done. She's done. She's had enough. What are you encouraging him to beat her? Is this like that story that everybody was talking about this morning with Walmart or whatever with the rednecks somewhere in <laughs> Indiana? You guys, you gotta love that story. No idea. Yeah, there's a big story on it, but um. Look, honestly, the, the question I have is the whole, the sister, their their stories. I know there's information that they are not telling us. There's, I think, my opinion after reading, and I read, you see, I highlighted everything. I read line by line of this report, and there is something between the lines of that family. I don't know the situation. We know that, you know, obviously it was a horrible childhood, you can assume, But the weird part that I have about this sister, the mom, that this is what she said, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to read something. She said, quote, we started out, you know, every time something would be in the newspaper, we'd like burn something. She continues, it was my son's idea. And my son is, he he meditates, he's a good boy, you know. I'm weirded out already. I don't know what the hell she's (laughs) talking about. It was his idea, and we did some sage or whatever. For what? I'm sorry. Are you telling me that you got high? What? What? No, sage is just the... No, sage
1: is like a blessing, like getting rid of spirits. See, this is... Okay, we did say whatever. Know, which I'm not saying, you know, whatever. It <laughs> might have been getting she high in the park, a, right. we did, <laughs>
3: It's just like aromatherapy. That, yeah, that's all That's stages. what she continued. Yes. We did, you know, aromatherapy. Believe it or not, it was super healing. And then we just continued since it felt so good to keep burning things.
0: So Hope had given what? them a bunch of memorabilia from over the years, her jerseys okay. and things. And so every time it would come up in the news, they decided that they should, you know, it would be cathartic for them to burn something that she'd given them. The other curious part was and this is it's it's not no. funny to me but it's just difficult to imagine they've tried to get rid of the word hope yeah. in their language yep. so they can't say to each other uh, hope so they've replaced it with desire, desire. Like, yep. i desire blah 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 right like if that's not weird then it's obviously I a strange family exactly
2: Incredible dynamic between all of them. It, there's lots of inner workings and changing parts in there, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that nobody's ever going to know, which is why they should just let her be goalie for US. Well, and, and you then, know, the details work itself out exactly. afterwards. Because these her teammates are used to this, this kind of distraction from her. If she just focuses on the field, gets us the World Cup win, and then let her deal with her own problems whenever she's... Because this is probably going to be her last World Cup. So let her right. deal with all of her problems. They right. obviously... Stem from alcohol because this isn't her first time. Exactly. Her and her husband have gotten into a few different altercations
3: themselves.
2: They did say I think that. You let, you let the legal system play out. And now. I'm glad
3: she played last night. You know, they did say that um, the U.S. soccer team or whoever. U.S. Was,
0: soccer, the organization.
3: Yeah, they didn't investigate at all. Right. Not at all. They didn't call any family member. They didn't call any part of the, the police department. Nothing. They
0: just. They don't yeah. no, like, they well, want to know. No. They're like, well,
3: we'll take her story and that's it.
0: Which, to a certain extent, I get how franchises and organizations and the agencies would want the court to determine these things. The problem is, when it becomes a repeated offense, at some point they have to step in and say, this is not what we want our brand to be reflected by are these negative things, you know, because it is constantly out there. If we had never heard of the Hope Solo thing, then maybe they would have dealt with it a little bit differently. Maybe they would have suspended her and and none of the news would have ever gotten out. It just would have been... Hope Solo suspended for violating team rules.
2: Completely different storyline. They would have gone exactly. into this is, you know, yep. Hope Solo coming back.
0: Right. Re- rebuilding yeah. Very true. her brand.
2: Mm-hmm. Instead, this is it, what we have. Exactly. And it's probably a, a case of a hungry prosecutor, too, that's trying to get his name out there with him overturning that result.
0: Aren't all prosecutors hungry, by the way? Yes. <laughs> Until they go <laughs> into um, private practice. Exactly. All right. So there's a big game tonight. I'm sure uh, lots of people listening will be watching between a certain guy named Steph Curry and a certain guy named LeBron James, it is the Warriors and the Cavs game three coming up tonight. Well, we have a side of that, not really rivalry, but that story with Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Warriors, that we're going to tell you about that you may not know. That's coming up next on Helmets and Heels. No, you
1: don't have to wear your best big smile. Don't ever stand there
0: and burn inside. oh. oh. to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels. you will always find us here on 1010XL 92.5 FM on Tuesday nights. And as always, DJ slash producer Scott Irvine spinning the hits back there. Even though it may not be spinning as much as pushing a button, same difference. We appreciate his hard work and his pre-planned song choices for our show. Alright, ladies. Steve Kerr, head coach of the Warriors. And you know the reason he's the head coach of the Warriors? Because he turned down the Knicks job. And you know why? Because his him. kids <laughs> his kids live in California. And his daughter actually, I think, was playing basketball or volleyball, one of those two sports where you have to be tall, um, at a, a school in California. And so that's why he decided, because he's such a great father. Why is he such a great father? And probably part of why he's such a great coach and why he was such a great NBA player for 15 years. Because when he was a freshman in college... His father was assassinated. His father, Malcolm Kerr, was a devoted academic who had just started about a year and a half ago his job as the president of American University in Beirut and was killed based off of religious persecution. In
3: 1984.
0: In 1984, right. So Steve's a freshman in college, finds out the news. Not a very good basketball player at the time. His teammates kind of actually questioned the coach as to why the coach recruited him. This happens... And as speculation goes, they figured that he learned that basketball is just a game. Sports in reality are just a game, and life is so much more than that. He goes on to become, I think he still holds the three-point percentage in all of the NBA. Like I said, played for 15 years. He's now the head coach of a team that could end up winning everything. So how did he take such a negative story and make it positive? I'm sure it was years and years of hard work and also realizing that it's not just about life is not just about those hours you spend in the gym, but it's also about the relations that relationships that you form and the people that you put in your life. So Donna, all of this to say, there are times in life when you're on social media and you may get some negative feedback from people, whether it's us and our listeners or whether it's models, people saying they're fat, you know, it runs the gamut. Or, of course, NBA players who are told they're terrible, like I'm sure Steph Curry was the other night when he didn't have such a great game. We had a video of us done last week by Marcel Robinson from CW17, fantastic human being. And uh, we actually had a negative comment on that video. Amanda, do you want to tell us what it was?
3: Yeah, I will read. Well, first of all, let's go into the background. Donna. Yes. Yes. My background is I am a military spouse, and occasionally my husband, who is in the Navy, cannot be at home. And sometimes when that happens, if uh, the babysitter fails to come through or cancels at the last minute, and the, well, then I am stuck having not having to take care, but I that's my job. You're mama. I am mom. And because we were here and it's just an hour and it's right down the street, um, I thought, well, it's all right. I'll bring him in you know, with me and had him strapped in a stroller for the majority of the time till he started screaming, um, well, I thought he babbling was out loud. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. yeah, so he was in the room, and you could hear him a little bit in the video. Um, and so this is the comment that we got on our YouTube video. Quote, the only thing wrong is the baby in the room. This just enhances the stereotype that women take care of kids and men don't. As a stay-at-home dad, this just makes our daily struggle with society, telling us men are not the caregivers. The men on 1010XL would not have their kids in the studio and would tell you their wives take
3: care of the kids, unquote. Now, this didn't make me mad, because I know it, in a, we she, Amanda sent it out to us, and I know you ladies got very upset, which I appreciate. You know, you're kind of backing me up, back. but you know my story. Um. But it didn't make me mad because I was confused. I don't yeah.
1: understand his It was comments. weird. He said he's a stay-at-home dad. And so what I'm gathering is he's saying that we're just going along with the stereotype that you couldn't leave your child at home with dad because he's not a caregiver and you are, which that doesn't make sense, especially in your case, because right. your husband was not home.
3: Right. But then he'll go he finished it off with saying the men don't take their kids. They'll tell you their wives. <laughs> so I know. Sure. And I I don't um so is he also bashing the guys here? No, I don't think he's bashing at all, but
1: th- I don't know. I don't it's understand. Weird. It.
0: I think he was trying to be supportive and the on the one hand and say that, hey, you know what, it sucked that for you you had to, you know, have your child here when I know that you really want to promote yourself as, you know, someone who's able to do both working work and be a mom. That's where that's the optimist in me coming out and saying that on the other hand, it sounded like, hey, don't have a baby in the room like, well whether you were a female or a male, and if you're a spouse in the military, then sometimes you have your child if the babysitter's not there. Right. Boom, end of discussion.
3: Right. I'd love you to know, not have to bring him in here.
0: Do yeah. you know
1: what, the, and you guys are going to completely agree with me, um, I hope. You, this story, <laughs> So this reminded me of Sam Ponder, who brings her baby with her. She obviously reports for ESPN for college football. She brings her baby with her everywhere she goes. She travels everywhere, all over the country, um, during football season, and she brings her baby with her. And we don't know that because we don't see her on camera, obviously. She brings her mom with her, and her mom takes care of the baby and whatever. Um, but she's a working mom. Her husband plays in the NFL. Sort of. Well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> well, he has a job with whatever. Yeah. The Raiders. The Raiders um, count as a job? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he gets a really paycheck. She my idol, though. So that counts. Anyway, that made me think of that because – I, we only know about that like we're her fans and so we see that she posts that kind of stuff on social media but if you were a random person just watching espn and you saw her reporting you would have no idea mm-hmm. that her baby was on the sideline with her and her mom was taking care of her
0: and you'd have no idea by the way that she ever had a child because oh, well
1: that's a her pregnancy was problem.
0: completely hidden right. and then she bounced back immediately like exactly of course samantha ponderwood right but when it comes to negative social media comments Blythe. You have your own website. Do you get a lot of negative stuff, or is it mainly positive? And what do you do with the negative ones that you do get?
2: No, it, to me, YouTube comments are the same, are, are in the same vein as Facebook comments. Like, you go there and you read them to look at a bunch of idiots. <laughs> and that's sort of what I got the impression when I read this comment. I was like, oh, okay, well, he's assuming things. And you know what they say about people who assume. <laughs> but on the other side, of th- you're not really worth Anything on the internet, if you don't receive a little bit of hate here and there, so you just gotta you you just gotta learn how to just roll with it and just ignore it because it's. I think uh, Charles Barkley famously says. I think I said this last week, but um, he famously is not on social media because he said that's where idiots go to make themselves feel important. And so I think in instances like that, obviously not any of us are idiots on our social media profiles. (laughs) But it's some people like that. They they use it to voice their opinions, and you just have to you know, just have to ignore it. And I think it, it, but it happens on on both sides of the spectrum. You can either be someone in that sort of prominent light who makes a, a bad decision, and then you get those trolls that come after you all the time, a la Britt McHenry, mm-hmm. or you can be someone that sort of stands above it and just you know just learns to ignore it because in reality you're not. You're, if you get a few haters, you're doing something right. That's
0: true. I think you'd, like you said, you have to ignore it. Amanda, have you ever gotten anything that really stung you?
1: You know, I actually, um, am not popular enough to get hate. <laughs> So, I think the worst Send thing... i a tweet Wait now. Till football season. So, yeah, and <laughs> I'm Gator sure... Fans will come out of the woodwork. Oh, I'm sure I've gotten, like, from Gators, like, your school sucks, like, you're a girl's school, whatever. But, like, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's personal attacks. Because mm-hmm. even when you say, oh, I don't take that stuff personal. You do at least a little bit. If it's personal, like oh, um, your hair looked terrible yesterday. You look fat in that dress. Like those things just sting. Even if they're not true, they just sting. Um, But I've been lucky so far. So far. It's good.
0: Yeah, I think I've only gotten one negative thing. And I don't have Facebook, but it was on the 1010XL Facebook page. And it said something like, Jaguars today is great, except for Lauren." Something like that.
2: oh my god well we did oh the the one guy who whenever we were on the chat and he said oh "Oh, yeah that's like the worst hour of radio is now on television i'm like but you're watching and you're listening you're a fan why
3: are you watching the chat dude yeah learning
0: yeah which by the way right after we were on uh telvin smith was on obviously the linebacker yeah and he he, uh put some stuff on instagram about it and i was like too bad we couldn't all do it together i know next (laughs) one big happy family right yeah exactly next i think If you're extremely famous, I would hope that you don't even read the comments. Like, Samantha Ponder, even though she is nothing but, like, the classiest human being, I still don't think that she probably reads anything that she gets. And it's too bad, almost, that you can't have, like, an Instagram account where you just don't accept comments. You know, that would be ideal, just to be able to post stuff and not ever have to worry about that. Can you block everybody
3: or no? Uh, on it, my I website,
2: I turn comments off because yeah. mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to monitor it. It's mm-hmm. not just the rude people, but it's the spam, too. And right. So you rather, have to spend
0: so yeah. much time reading what people say. I mean... If I accidentally used to print like a Jacksonville.com story and I would forget to only print the first page, you know, there's these pages of comments on, regardless oh, of whether they're negative. Those
2: commenters are the worst.
0: I'm like, what are you doing with your life? Like you literally spend hours upon hours because it's the same, you know, a lot of the same people. And I'm like, do you not work? I don't, I don't have time. The worst people comment on those <laughs> they do. the worst.
3: <laughs> you know, it is, you know, every generation always says, oh, you guys have it so much easier. I don't know how girls deal in high school no. now. I do I, yeah. not know because if we had social media in high school, I would have taken every comment literally and I would have done whatever I could to make everybody happy to fix myself. That's what you are. You're just so naive. Sure. I, I mean, I, I understand why the bullying and the cyberbullying I don't want to say leads to what it leads to, but I
0: understand where it comes from. It's just horrifying. Well, kids that age are trying to make themselves feel better. Yeah, Yeah, now you don't, but it's
3: like whatever. I
0: remember like Blaylock told us that she got a comment one time that always stuck with her, and it was like, you have a unibrow and you look like a linebacker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she was like i use that just you know to make fun of the person and oh my stuff gosh. And she's like but i mean sometimes those kinds of things can get under your skin and that's a i was like luckily insult. you can look in the mirror and know that you're hot so you don't have to right. worry about it usually but.
2: with women though that the first line of insults for any person is to attack how they look mm-hmm. yeah and that's what always bothers me it
1: bothers me too because you can't help how you look right and i that's what i can't people forget that Like your nose is huge. Yeah, because I just created it myself (laughs) in the bathroom myself.
0: Yeah, I think I actually would take something way worse if it was, yeah, about, you know, the actual job that you perform versus the way that you look.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'd rather someone attack like, hey, you were wrong. Okay, if I was wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I'll Mm -hmm. admit that I'm wrong. I obviously didn't mean to be wrong. Right. But don't attack how I look. That's rude. Yeah, because nobody's uh, criticizing like a John Clayton. (laughs) <laughs> on how he looks, right? Let's be honest. There's here. one reporter, and forgive me, I forget his name, but he's a little bit overweight, and he is an NBA reporter on ESPN. And I've heard multiple people come out and say if he were a female, he would not have that job. Exactly. It's true. Yep. It's
0: mm-hmm. unfortunate. A that are true. A
1: right. <laughs> are about? The majority
2: of guys in sports, I would yeah. say, are not don't have the the attractiveness that a woman requires
0: in order to get that yeah, position. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know what? All the overweight ones, they should come join us and do the 5K at the stadium in August. I to When it's going to be that. sweltering in the stadium 5K
1: Challenge. I might be challenge. the I do the walkway. I will it. be Crawling it. in the
0: heat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Holy cow. I, I thought about that today when I was running. Do
1: the walkway. <laughs> <wave. laughs> Life will get us beer at the end. Like, <laughs> hey,
2: waiting. now
0: that I couldn't appreciate any more. All right. Coming up next, we're going to check in with Fat Tony. I'm going to ask him if he's had any negative social media comments. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he hasn't. No, he's perfect.
3: Thanks, Fat Tony. <laughs>
0: That's coming up next on 1010 XL 90 2.5 FM.